0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Busy Blooming Podcast. My name is Tess. I'm Alexis. We're
1: your hosts of this podcast. If you guys are new to Busy Blooming, we are not just a podcast. We also have an Instagram and a TikTok, both at Busy Blooming with two Gs. We have a LinkedIn. We have a Facebook group that you guys can
0: join. We have a website. And we also have merch. Speaking of the March, um, we have a Black Friday sale coming up soon. So get ready, get excited. I guess by the time this goes up, the sale will be up. So it's running oh, yeah. from, yeah. So it's running Friday, November 19th until November 29th. So 10 days, and it'll be 20% off with code Black Friday. So such a steal. Yeah. Get ready. We love to see it. Okay so today's episode of the podcast of course we will chat to you guys in the intro all the fun life updates and then we have Michelle Duflock on the podcast and we had such a fun interview it is one of my favorites I feel like I said that every week but truly like so iconic Michelle is just everything and we talked all about why having your dream job is like impossible And just accepting like your reality post-grad And toxic work environments Like it was such a fun chat So stay tuned for that Okay, where should we even begin? <laughs> should we start with the Red Album or our new jobs?
1: <laughs> I don't know which oh is god. more exciting <laughs> Oh my god Honestly, Loki the Red Album Has been more exciting than anything that has happened this year for me <laughs> Like truly the highlight of my life Okay, let's hear your thoughts. Okay, so
0: did you stay up? You stayed up until it like released, right?
1: Yes. It came out at one AM my time in Mm -hmm. Halifax. So from twelve thirty to one, I watched her on Jimmy Fallon. And then the album came out at one, but Spotify like went down. Like I think people crashed Spotify trying to listen to the album. So I didn't get to hear it till like quarter after one. And then I stayed up till like 3 30 listening to the whole thing. And I was literally dead the next day. It did not disappoint. These vault songs are like so good. My favorite songs ever. hmm The Ten Minute All Too Well. We need a moment for that one. Like it has taken me out. <laughs> Truly. Like I I start every morning listening to it. And like it's definitely damaging for my mental health, but mm-hmm. it is. I, I don't even have words because, like, it's the most perfect thing I've ever listened to.
0: It's so good. I just, I was listening to it a lot today, and I can't believe she didn't put those verses in because I feel like the ones, because she had this version, like, 10 years ago when the album came yeah. out. They're so good, like, arguably better than the original ones. Like, they're so good. I know. It's so crazy. Like the hate for Jake Gyllenhaal that has come on the internet, though. Like, have you seen I his know. Instagram comments? Yeah, he like has to go into hiding. I think I know. And then I went on his girlfriend's, his twenty five year old girlfriend's Instagram. Yeah, she turned off. And her she comments. turned them all off. I feel bad. It's not really like she hasn't done anything. I know, but that's crazy though. How Taylor literally said in the
1: song, like your lovers, I get older, but your lovers stay my age.
0: Like they do, they Rose do said. stay her age. Well, that he's was in his forties, right?
1: He's forty. Yeah, and mm-hmm. she's twenty five
0: yeah so your favorite song was the 10 minute version
1: i would say my top three are all too well 10 minute version and then the phoebe bridgers feature oh Oh my god how how have i not talked about that until right now when i tell you that it took me out (laughs) i picture me 2 (laughs) a.m sitting in my bed Hearing that song for the first time, I love Phoebe Bridgers, like you know, because she's always on our Spotify blend playlist. Yeah. And her music is so insanely sad. Like, so sad. Every time I see
0: it come up on our playlist, I'm like, are you okay?
1: No, the answer is no. (laughs) But like the two of them together,
0: Mm -hmm. insane. And the lyrics in that song, the one lyric where it's, how can you know everything at 18, but nothing at 22. That's so true. How did true. I go from
1: growing up to breaking down? Oh. No, I can't. That, <laughs> that is going
0: to send me into, like, a crisis. <laughs> How old was she when that album came out? 22, I guess, right? Yeah. That is so young. I, I know. I, I always thought she was so old because I was, like, 14. But now, thinking no, I of know. her at 22, like, that is, um is three years younger than me. So, it's, like, yeah. so young. But... It's she's crazy just, yeah I love her
1: it's crazy to be that young and be so like aware of what you're feeling and mm-hmm. able to write about it in such like a smart beautiful way I know they like, cannot relate no okay do you have any other thoughts in the red album um no that's pretty much it just like so insanely unwell
0: over the whole thing but in the best way totally same okay so that's our thoughts many thoughts in the red album we also said last week that we both quit our jobs and started yes. new jobs on Monday. So should we That's get into so that? crazy that we started at the same time. I know. We, we both started the same day and that day was the one year anniversary of Busy Blooming. So it was just oh meant God, to be. Yeah, it was so meant to be.
1: Yeah. That's so beautiful. So <laughs> beautiful. And we also haven't really spoken that much since we both started. So I like, know. We have we have so much to share. I know. I'm dying to hear yours is going, but I wanted to save it for the podcast. I know. I know me too. It's going fabulously. Okay. good. Really, I love it so much. And it's just like so exciting to go to work and be excited mm-hmm. and like really love what you're doing.
0: Yeah. Do you want to tell people what you're doing, like just in case they didn't hear last
1: week's? Oh, yeah. So I am the digital marketing specialist for a clothing brand here in Halifax. Um, it's like a clothing company, but they own – three different clothing companies under that like head company Mm -hmm. um so I do digital marketing for the three different brands and it's literally so much fun like the most fun ever I'm obsessed with everybody that I work with I'm obsessed with the office it's just
0: fabulous truly oh that's so good did you like drive to work in your new outfit and your mini cooper on the first day (laughs)
1: Yeah. Oh my God. I've been so extra with my outfits. I literally wrote them all <laughs> down in my notes app and planned them out for the whole week. Like I've just been serving looks. You only. have.
0: Your outfit on the first day with the sweater dress and the boots. So yeah. cute. Thank you. It was so cute. How has it been working in an office? Because I haven't done that in years. I've gone in like once. So weird. It yeah. feels
1: so weird. I work eight to four. Which is the same that I worked at my last job, but I was doing that from home. So I literally would wake up at 7.50 and go upstairs and start work (laughs) at 8 o'clock. But now I wake up at 6 a.m. to get ready and I leave at like 7.30. So that's a big adjustment.
0: Yeah, that's early.
1: But honestly, I really like it. Like it feels good getting up early and actually getting ready and doing my makeup and doing my hair and picking out a cute outfit. I'm sure I'll get tired of it soon, yeah. but for now
0: it's still like nice and fun and fresh. Yeah. Putting it on the Red album in the morning. <laughs> Such a vibe. Such yeah. a vibe. That's so good because you just never know like with new jobs, like if you're going to like them and you like it. Yeah. It's honestly so much fun. Um, How's your job going? It's good. So I will started a new job on Monday and so my title is digital growth strategist and right. it's at a skincare company. but it's the job is really good it's so fun like similar to you to work at like a skincare and hair care brand and yeah um there's only like six people in the whole company it's super small really yeah and everyone's same as you it's like really young like in their 30s and their 20s but it's a 25 hour a week job and so it's I've only been doing it for a few days like when we're recording this but it's so interesting like it's you're just like an independent like consultant basically and you know you know, like you know when you're in like elementary school and middle school you are homesick or you go to a doctor's appointment and, and like you just feel like you should be at school yeah that's how I feel is that how you feel whole week <laughs> <laughs> like I went to Ikea at like 10 in the morning on Tuesday and I just felt like I was doing something wrong I can't describe it oh but God. I think it's just from working like a nine to five Monday to Friday yeah you're not used to it no, and like I just I have that feeling where you always feel like you have to be available all the time, like just in case your boss calls you or something. So yeah, it's hard to like structure my day. So I was talking about this in my vlog, that will go up today, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's so exactly what I wanted, but mm-hmm. it's just like I just need to get more motivated and time block my calendar and get a schedule because yeah, and I don't know, like should I do like Monday, Wednesday, Fridays? Yeah. I just don't know but it's really I love the people and I love like the brand and like their Mm -hmm. products and they have a really good social following and like it's so fun but yeah no it's it's been really good I just feel weird (laughs) yeah
1: I get that it's gonna be a huge adjustment I feel like yeah because you've worked full-time nine to five for how many years like Like, since you've graduated three and a half yeah. So going from that to part-time, it's definitely going to feel weird for a while, I feel like. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I think I'm going to do like Monday, Wednesday, Friday is like just nine to five. Um, yeah. I feel like that's a good way to structure it. Yeah. And then it's fun though. like the job is like same as you like marketing and it's a lot of like strategizing their content and like doing their SEO and all that stuff so it's totally up my alley so I'm excited like I had a coffee chat with someone today and they were so nice and and just I'm so excited but yeah I feel like um I'm just am adjusting to everything but it's, yeah. it's really good like the job itself I'm so excited to be there and it's gonna be fun that's so good
1: yay yeah. I'm so happy that we
0: both love it I know <laughs> Next imagine week if we came like... <laughs> on and we both were like mm, so we actually both made the wrong decision <laughs> yeah <laughs> I know stay tuned Literally, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's been good. But yeah, I feel the same as you. I'm happy to be like in a creative field in marketing. That's good. Yeah, you've gone from like PR to marketing now.
1: I know it's honestly very different. It is like yeah. I didn't take. I only took one marketing course in school, and all the other courses I took were very much PR and comms. But what I do now mostly is just ads, like mm-hmm. paid ads. Is really they're all like on my plate and so I've never really done like the tracking and Mm -hmm. the reporting that's not really something that I did in my old roles so it is a pretty big adjustment but I feel like especially when you work at a small organization I feel like marketing and comms are pretty like interchangeable so Mm -hmm. I have most of the skills anyway it's just it's a little bit different Yeah, doing paid, like, social and paid ads is such a good skill, though. Yeah, no, I love it. It's so much fun. Yeah. Was there something else we had to talk about? No, I I don't think so. It was my birthday, but... Oh, yeah. How was your birthday? I have no update, honestly. I know you watched the All Too Well short film.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so it was a highlight. Honestly,
1: that is an ideal way to spend your birthday.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing is, with, like, the new job and then getting engaged... And all these things. I feel like my 25th birthday was just not as a big deal as my yeah. birthday usually is. Not to sound like um, an old loser, but I just wanted to not be hungover on my birthday and just, like, wake yeah. up. That
1: was probably so wonderful, though.
0: It was so nice. It is probably... Because last year for my 24th, I had, like, a big party and was woke up unwell on my 24th. So yeah. 25, I just... Like, woke up at 6, went for a walk, journaled, Storm woke up, and he made us pancakes. Aww. Then we, yeah, put on some jazz music, watched All Too Well. It was so calm. It was, like, raining all day. It was just so cozy. And then we ordered food and watched, oh, the Sweden soccer game was playing. Not important to me, but it's important to him. So, you know, <laughs> watch that. And, yeah, it was just, like, such a chill day. I You know, I did not get a present because... An engagement ring, I feel like right is, is a good it's a gift. Pretty big present, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was the first time I've non, like I've done nothing really. Like I faced on my family, like my dad called me and stuff, but it was just so nice to have like a peaceful birthday. I went to bed at like 9 30. Oh my god, so nice. That sounds so lovely. It was so lovely. And Red had just come out on Friday, so I could listen to it all day in the house. It was playing the whole day. The best birthday gift ever. Honestly. It was really good. I recommend wow. that for everyone's birthday, honestly. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it from us in the intro. Our new jobs, new red album, the Black Friday sales on. Use code Block Friday for 20% off your merch. Send us your photos. Yes. Um, oh, I also wanted to say there is a new resume template and a new like two weeks notice template.
1: Yeah. Um on
0: the website. So if you guys want that, the new resume one is my resume that I use all the time and it's not oh to, really like, to my home but it's so good <laughs> not to flex on you guys <laughs> it's kind of one of the canva ones but then i tweaked it and then i filled it in like with examples of like what Ooh, to that's say good yeah that's I good feel like that's helpful mm-hmm. um so yeah that go check helpful. that out okay cool well thank you guys for hanging out with us in the intro and let's get into the interview with michelle Okay so we're here with Michelle Dufloque on the podcast. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you for being here.
2: Hi. Um thank you for having me. I'm so thrilled to to chat. I think it'll be
0: a great time. So thank you yeah. for having me on. Yeah, of course. I I we were just talking before this. I was watching some of your content like in prep for this this morning and I feel like your content is so like it's like a hug like it's just so cozy and peak compliments yeah (laughs) I feel so
2: zen now (laughs) oh my gosh I'm so glad that's what I strive for every with every video so I'm so glad it's translating
0: yeah of course um okay before we jump in do you want to just tell us who you are what your days look like so we can just learn about you
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, my name is Michelle Dufloch. I'm a social media manager and content creator based in New York City. I am currently working for a tech startup called Clover, and I also run a YouTube channel with my sister, Aline, where we vlog our lives in the city from kind of two different perspectives as 20-somethings trying to make it in the Big Apple. So, that's kind of my whole deal. My days, I work fully remotely currently, um, Clover does have an office but at this time I'm working from home so I've been doing that for a minute now and um, yeah just balancing side hustle very similar to you Tess so I'm um, <laughs> excited to get into the into the chat.
0: Yeah that nine to five side hustle YouTube channel is like no joke it is like, it is a lot. When you know you know.
2: <laughs> it can be quite intense but yeah. yeah trying to trying to manage manage that
0: yeah. And it looks so effortless, which I, th- I know we said this last week too, but if someone's content looks effortless, you know, it's not like, you know, it oh, that they I are like a pro. That. And so like, what is it like sharing a YouTube channel with your sister? Like, how does that even work? I, I feel like that's oh pretty unique, right? Right. Um, we, so we started
2: um, our channel in 2013. So okay. it's been a long, a long time now. Um, definitely lots of growing pains. We've had a lot of arguments along the way, but yeah. I feel like at this point, we've gotten to a good balance where it's nice to have another person helping mm-hmm. you create content. And if you're having an off week, being able to rely on someone else to like get a video up or help edit, it's really nice to like do that with her and, and share the experiences with her. But it's definitely been a, a roller coaster ride of um, mm-hmm. managing, especially with your sister, like with, with a sibling, I think it's very different because you can be quite open with your frustrations and totally. um, any yeah sort of conflict. But at this point, after however many years I think that we're we're good about like finding finding a balance and like communicating and then being able to lean on each other is super nice
0: yeah it's like kind of two in one because you get her work work week in her life and then your work week like it's so I love that it's cool but before we get into it a question we ask every guest and I would love to hear your answer is if you could go back to yourself at 18 what is something you would tell that 18 year old girl Oh my gosh! I
2: love this question so much. I feel like there's so many ways I could go. I think that ultimately, I would love to relay the message of this is like your one and only life, and <laughs> the only person you have to live it live it for is yourself. Um, I think especially as an 18 year old, I was just like so caught up in like what other people thought and like trying to make the right decisions for whether it was like my family or um, I was I had like a very serious high school relationship and Mm -hmm. I was constantly making decisions for that person and I think that that was definitely a message I needed to hear was just this is your one and only life live it how you want to and take it from there
0: yeah I love that it's that's such a good answer it's so hard to be like I think selfish when we're 18 because it's like yes. and like we think about being selfish is like a bad thing but it can be so great like especially in these Absolutely. formative years to just do what you want and don't care what other people think and it, it's so much easier said than done but I love that
2: 100 percent. yeah, yeah. You know, such a struggle but
0: here we are. <laughs> Here we are. We're getting through it somehow. <laughs> yes, somehow. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So I would love to just hear a quick overview of like your career journey post grad because I know you shared it with 100%. me. And it's so interesting. You you've done so many different things. So could you just quickly Thank take you. us through that?
2: Yes, absolutely. No, been an absolute roller coaster. Um, I think that's gonna be like, that's gonna be the theme, is that mm-hmm. like life is just ups, ups and downs, peaks and valleys, but um so I graduated from the University of Montana in 2018, technically the the end of 2017, but I didn't do the whole ceremony until uh, the spring of 2018, so I always say 2018, Um, and then graduated with a degree in marketing and a certificate in digital marketing. I had been doing YouTube for a few years and um, decided to move to New York City from Montana that summer. A few weeks later, luckily, was hired at a small accessories brand as their social media manager, and I ran their social and their email marketing and ended up working there for about eight months until, unfortunately, since it was such a small company, they were doing a lot of like, re-budgeting, um, and they couldn't afford to keep me full-time, so I was laid off pretty suddenly, and I think that that was a moment where I experienced the full reality of how difficult it is to one, move to New York City and two, Mm -hmm. to like get a job post-grad. I think that my initial experience was very seamless and almost like, it was almost like a fantasy version of like moving to New York City and getting a job. And it's when, when this happened, it was like reality finally like hit me. And I experienced kind of like a rough five-ish months of trying to find another job, especially like only having eight months of, of job experience previous to this and like having so recently graduated um, and then also New York City is such a competitive place as far as like the job market goes, mm-hmm. especially with originally I moved to New York wanting to work in the fashion industry. That's what brought okay. me to the city. Yeah. Very highly influenced by like the Devil Wars Prada mm-hmm. and then um, the bold type, I think had just come out when I graduated <laughs> and I was like very... Um, into that whole world and um, that industry specifically Um, so in that area also very highly competitive especially for like recent grads Um, and especially if you don't want to do like unpaid internships and you actually need a paycheck um, yeah very difficult Um, so luckily after about five-ish months of um, looking for a new job I ended up getting hired at a beauty brand in the summer of 2019. And I was their social media manager and ran all their social platforms, did a lot of content creation, digital marketing for them and was there for about a year and a half until um, December of 2020, so last year. And that's when I decided to try freelancing. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm sure we'll like touch on this throughout this this uh, conversation, but um, I was really struggling mental health wise and was getting to be quite unhappy at my job and had always really wanted to work for myself, try freelancing and um, decided to just jump right in. Had a few people interested in becoming clients, so made that move last year and then ended up taking a part-time marketing role at a company called Clover in March mm-hmm. of this year and that eventually did become full-time so that's mm-hmm. what I'm currently doing now I'm doing social media management and it's turned into more of a content producer role which is okay. kind of fun so um, that's what I'm currently doing and I did take a few freelance projects on throughout the year but now I'm very much focused on just doing this full-time
0: alongside YouTube and other creative projects so that's where we are today kind yeah. of whirlwind. oh my god I think it's so cool that you've done like so many different types of experiences like you've been through a lot like in only having like a few years of your career and trying the freelance and then part-time full-time being laid off like moving to New York like that is a lot and so I like want to get into all of it
2: (laughs) definitely no it's so true I think that the only the only way you really know what works for you is by experiencing it firsthand like you have such an idea in your head of like well this situation would be like my ideal setup or this, Mm -hmm. this industry is absolutely meant for me. And then you just don't know until you try. So it's been cool to like actually go through it and really like get to know myself and the way that I work so much more on a deep level.
0: Yeah. One of the worst feelings when you think you want something or you think you want to work at a job and then you get in there and you don't like it. It's like the most confusing it's the thing. Worst. It's the worst. Cause like you said, oh like God. you have this idea and then you're like, it's yeah. perfect. And then you get it. And then you're like, okay, this is not oh, my vibe. Like where 100%. do you go from there? It's, it's horrible. Oh my gosh. And it makes you feel so much like self
2: doubt. And you mm-hmm. just feel like you're like, I don't know myself at all. Mm-hmm. Like, did I make a mistake? It's mm-hmm. so stressful. Yeah.
0: so stressful. think the concept, and this is something you chatted about um as well the concept of a dream job i think that's like a really common thing whether it's like a dream scenario or a dream job that like when we are kind of at this age of graduating college you want to achieve this like dream job or dream scenario um was that the case for you when you graduated college you're like this like x job and x place would make dream scenario or did you kind of just go through the motions
2: a hundred percent um no, I, I definitely was – the whole um, girl boss agenda really did have yeah. me, like, have me in a chokehold. Totally, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think that that book came out, like, when I was, like, a junior in college, sophomore mm-hmm. junior in college, and I just very much lived by it. I had, like, a big goal of working um, in, like, fashion publishing, like, specifically, like, a digital publication, like, Refinery29 or Man mm-hmm. Repeller – zo report any of those like very trendy like big media companies in new york and i have this like picture in my head of really just like climbing the corporate ladder or maybe becoming like a ceo and just being like this like just stereotypical like girl boss right Um, yeah and um a hundred percent um was like lived by that like picture in my head for Mm -hmm many many years and um it it was what brought me to new york which i'm like so grateful for because as a place to live i like absolutely love it but um the concept of a dream job i think can be like quite limiting and also Mm -hmm. it just puts so much pressure on like your career to bring you every like to meet all of your needs and to bring you like like, all of your happiness is just, like, dependent on your career, which Mm -hmm. I just don't think is, I don't think is super realistic, and, yeah, it can be also, like, very, very limiting as far as, like, what opportunities do you, do you take on? Do you say yes to, and are you only applying for jobs in, like, one specific industry or that have a specific title that might actually not end up, like, bringing you the most joy or even, Mm -hmm. like, fulfillment or advance your career, so I think it can be a, a little... A little sticky with the whole dream job situation
0: mm-hmm. yeah it's such hard balance because it's so important i think to like romanticize your life and like romanticize the situations but it's so important as well like to get realistic of like okay like i need to make money and to pay my rent like you know like it's such 100%. a balance between all that stuff and that's i think why it gets so tricky to know what you want to do and like to your point as well like you just you don't know always. Like when you get into a situation, you're like, "Okay, I don't like this. Like, what do I do?" And the whole identity 100%. crisis. And yeah, I think that whole idea of a dream job can really, like, you know, be hard on on us. Like at this age. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, hundred percent agree. Did you ever have a point, like maybe when you were in like kind of your first job, or maybe in freelancing, which I'd love to get into where you were like okay I'm in my dream scenario now and then when did that like shift for you when you're like okay I need to actually make a change like this isn't what I thought it would be
2: I think that that was probably my second job when I started at this beauty brand that I was working for Mm -hmm. and they were this really big like international company I was flown to Italy in like my second month of working there and like had these huge opportunities to do like even like public speaking for like Mm -hmm. social media and um, worked at this like really fancy office in New York and was commuting every day to like my nine to five and um, on the outside I think that it really did look like I was like completely thriving and just like hitting my groove and just like living the dream and I would have like people even like comment on my YouTube videos like oh my gosh you're thriving you're living mm-hmm. my dream like um, so proud of you like you look so happy and like behind that I was just so miserable mm-hmm. um, which is just like it's just absolutely crazy and I think that um, it just goes to show that like what people look like on the outside or what someone who you admire's career is isn't always like the reality and mm-hmm. um, style of of the workplace and my mm-hmm. overall role was just um taking on so much responsibility without any necessary like benefits so totally. i wasn't getting like a promotion or a raise mm-hmm. or a title change but it was just the workload was so so large and i mm-hmm. think that that's a common issue with social media managing roles is mm-hmm. that you end up doing so much like a work like a workload that could be an entire team um but yeah that was definitely the moment i think that uh, the dream job concept really just like switched for me and I realized that maybe maybe this isn't so much of a thing as I thought it was
0: right going to more detail about that so and you don't have to go like too much into detail or whatever whatever you want but when you were kind of at that second job you're like okay like my life looks perfect from the outside on paper this is always what I wanted like was it specifically just the workload that was like okay this is not sustainable or like was there anything else like about that job that or maybe your lifestyle, like whatever it was that kind of shattered that like dream job?
2: Yeah, I think that um, the lack of flexibility was quite a quite an older company. So like the it mm-hmm. was it was very traditional in just very like, corporate, like these are your hours this is where you have to be at your desk. And um, just kind of had a light bulb light bulb moment of how I wanted a job that could be flexible with being able to like work on my own, like personal projects, especially with doing YouTube. So -hmm. I think that that was another, another thing that I was really struggling with with flexibility and this like very traditional corporate um, trajectory. And then um, I did struggle with a few, like a few issues. My team was amazing, but like there were a few issues within the company with um, just like a toxic work environment um, with, with people and the way that the communication was was run within the company and yeah it was it was just a uh it ended up being like the straw that broke the camel's back Mm -hmm. in um in the pandemic when all of these issues kind of just like turned into one big blob and I just felt like I had to had to try something new.
0: Yeah, totally. I relate to that so much. Like I used to work at a big company as well. And it's very similar. Like you have to be in your desk at 830. And if you're right. not, like, why were you in your desk? Like, It's just a very Definitely. like not flexible place. And um, yeah, it's kind of it, like the similarity between trying different jobs and trying different relationships like dating is actually oh so gosh. similar so like, similar because it's like someone can look so good on paper and they check all your boxes mm-hmm. but the way you feel like when you're with them and like it just doesn't oh click like it's actually absolutely. so similar it's crazy <laughs> oh
2: my gosh absolutely the Venn diagram will just be like basically a circle with those two situations yeah no totally dating
0: versus trying trying different <laughs> jobs on side. yeah yeah I think like the hard thing with quote dream jobs as well and i want to chat about toxic work environments too it's like yeah. we change so much like what we wanted and who we were at 18 and now you know being 25 26 i mean some people it's Absolutely. the same trajectory right it's the same thing but i feel like for you and i we're similar in that way of like those aren't the things i want anymore it's like they say you should never meet your heroes and i feel like you should never get your dream job because it will just totally shatter like your, these I'll ideas change. we have when we were 18 you know
2: absolutely no I feel like even just from year to year I have like changed and evolved so much and like it's I think a positive thing where you go discovering and like figuring out as you go like what Mm -hmm. works for you but it is like very challenging when you're in this position where you're like okay I need to make another big pivot like Mm -hmm. how are we gonna do this
0: yeah I mean the whole idea of pivoting and and trying new things like how have you kind of dealt with that like has that been kind of a hard pill to swallow for you because I know for me like I thought I would work at this big four firm my whole career I would love it and then it is like a hard pill to swallow sometimes and you're like okay this isn't maybe like I need to try something different like how have you kind of navigated that it's been such a pattern throughout like the since the beginning
2: of of my career I am with being laid off after eight months my first job working at this like pretty small accessories brand it was so, so fun and um, I really enjoyed it. I loved my coworkers. It was a very small team. We worked out of We work, so it was nice to like mm-hmm. have my first job be in a setting where like I was meeting new people all the time. and um, it was just it was all going so well and then suddenly like everything kind of fell apart right. And I had and that was when I was 20, 23, so I was about to turn 24. Um, and that was my first job out of college. So I think that it has, it did allow me to have to get quite good at pivoting. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was so hard at the moment when I had like, thought I had it all figured out. And then we were starting from square one again. Mm-hmm. And then with then being hired in my second job, thought I had it all figured out. And then, okay, starting at square yeah. one again with, with starting freelancing. And then freelancing was fine. It was like, I was getting clients, I was enjoying it. And then, um, I, 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 I wouldn't say that I had necessarily like one big moment or there was something like intense or dramatic, but I slowly started figuring out like, Hey, maybe freelancing isn't the solution to all my problems. Maybe I just have problems. Like (laughs) maybe I just have regular, regular people problems Mm -hmm. and I'm just a human figuring things out. Um, but again, I had to like kind of figure something out and then um, starting at this company Clover I I have had moments where I'm like okay so like then why did you like why did you make this big move to do freelancing and now you're not doing freelancing anymore but you just kind of have to like go with it and um trust the the journey trust the process mm-hmm. and I had someone tell me when I was doing an internship in college like your career is a river it's not a straight line like mm-hmm. and I think the more that you embrace that the less stressful it is and more exciting it is and more of it an adventure than something that can be quite um, unsettling but it's easier said than done of course like it does get hard it does get stressful and I have had so many moments of being like what am I doing like why can't I just like find a job and like work there for forever but like it has taught me so much and I've had so many cool experiences from it met so many great people and really have advanced my career and I've somehow landed in a place where like I am like the most financially stable I've ever been mm-hmm. and have the most balance I ever have had. And maybe I got there in a different way than I thought I would, but mm-hmm. like still made it here. And it's I'm sure yeah. going to ebb and flow from here on out, but it can be quite reassuring to know like, okay, I, I still landed where I am and um, I will continue to keep like, finding my
0: footing yeah and what you said about okay I, I thought i had it figured out and then i didn't and i thought i had to figure it yeah. again like i i feel the same it's like you have this rush to like have it together and i i don't know like where that comes from like whether it's from comparison right. or media or whatever it is but i felt the same way i was like i have to like figure out my life and get it together now and comfort in the uncertainty is something that is so hard i think like to it's find it's so hard, it's mm-hmm. so hard. And like, it's very much,
2: I don't think, I don't know if I'll ever have that figured out, but I think it is a practice that I'm like trying to get more comfortable with mm-hmm. because it seems like how life has gone so far, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, that's how life works. Like you have to like, you do have to deal with uncertainty and maybe you'll never have it figured out. And maybe mm-hmm. that's also okay. And that like mm-hmm. part of life is just figuring it out as you go along and discovering more about yourself as you do it um but again very easy very much easier said than done and it does like you do have moments of being like oh my gosh I am so stressed why can't I just like figure this out right yeah totally
0: and I think yeah like you said I'm sure we'll always feel that way like even when we're like 45 right. and working it's like okay what am I gonna do now like after that 100%. I think it's just yeah like it's so hard to like live in the moment and enjoy where you're at but I feel like that is the key to all this stuff is just knowing you're not going to be working this job forever in this apartment or in this city like Life yeah. will just change so quickly. And it's so hard, but it's so important to just, like, enjoy where you're at. Don't rush the next yeah. thing. Like, just find peace. And it's tricky, but it's good. <laughs> uh,
2: absolutely agree. It's just not so much a final destination as much as it is just, like, about the, the journey, as cheesy as it is. It's
0: like so yeah. true. It's so true. Ew, it's so true. I, th- I would love to chat about your freelance experience because I think that is okay. something... Yeah is co- it's so cool that you've already like done that. And I think that's like so many people, especially I feel like from our generation, it's like a lot mm-hmm. of people's goal to work for themselves. So, um could you take us through that a little bit like how was it freelancing? Yeah. Absolutely. Um
2: do you know um Emma Goldrick? I was going to bring friend. her up because you remind me so much of her and your content and everything. Yeah, I actually yeah. had her on the podcast. Amazing. No, mm-hmm. she's a good good friend of mine and okay. I so admired like her career and loved her work, like what uh, loved what she was doing. And we became quite good friends, like when, like, I would say, like a little bit before, yeah, quite a bit before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. and um I was always super inspired by what she was doing and wanted to give it give it a try. like she, if yeah, if people don't know who she is, she's um a graphic designer and creative director, and she, has worked like full-time freelancing for herself since graduating. And I always thought that that was really cool and like really appealed to me, especially with um, doing YouTube, having this like side hustle working Mm -hmm. for myself. Um, I think that it all like kind of like went hand in hand. So um, it was definitely something that was always in the back of my mind since kind of starting my second job. I would say that that was around the time that I met Emma and like started meeting more people who were doing freelancing. And as I became like unhappy at my job, I thought that maybe freelancing could be an answer. Um, So in December of 2020, when I decided to like, give it a shot, Mm -hmm. I had saved quite a bit of money um, living with my parents through most of the pandemic, um, put my stuff in storage in New York. And I thought like, you know what? might as well like go for it kind of now or never, mm-hmm. um test the waters, see how it goes. I had um Emma had a few people that she connected me with and I had another friend who worked for a marketing agency who had a few clients that were interested. So I was able to kind of like piece together a little clientele yeah. group, which was great. Um, so started freelancing and did it for a few months. I would say like timing wise it wasn't ideal. I moved back to New York in January and so was dealing with moving like mm-hmm. it was peak pan- peak pandemic so it's like very bleak in New York. Yeah. Um, v- freezing cold. Like morale was quite low and yeah, then I was no starting kidding. this like new career, completely different style um obviously like working working from home but without like coworkers so it was very different. Um a big adjustment. And um I thought I would feel like I was working for myself, but for me personally, I felt like instead of one boss, I now had like four, five, six, however right. many people. Yeah. Um, so that was one thing that I didn't anticipate. Um I thought I'd feel like more free, more independent, but I did then, and I'm sure it's different for everyone, but mm-hmm. I personally felt more stressed since I was like had my brain pulled and like three, four, five different directions, depending on, like, the client, mm-hmm. um, so I think that I'd be open to trying it again, but at the time, I was, like, very much struggling with, like, mental health and mm-hmm. was missing that structure of having, like, one job from this time to this time, yeah, and, like, a, a team to work with, and a manager to, like, help keep me, like, on task and help me figure out my priorities and to learn from, So I ended up finding out about this part-time marketing position that I thought could be like a good fit for then having like a couple clients and then this part-time job. Um, And that's when I took the, I was hired by by Clover, which is the company I am working for currently as um, a social media, I started as a social media executive and then became a social media manager for them. Um, and that recently in October became full time. So I was taking on, um, some freelance projects here and there throughout the year still, but Mm -hmm. that like proved to be very overwhelming. So then I finally like, I finally settled with the fact like, Hey, like maybe give freelancing a rest for a while, unless like something really like cool and crazy comes up that you want to work on. But, um, now that this job is full time, I'm like pretty content with just, um taking it like day by day and like working for them while also then doing doing youtube Mm -hmm. um which is so much in itself so yeah i i it kind of just like fell in my lap this this job that i currently have um and i think like starting full-time was really nice to be able to like dip my toe back into um, a more traditional nine to five um and have that flexibility of still being a contractor so I'm a contractor for them not a full-time employee so um it's nice to be able to then like have a little bit more freedom with my schedule and be able to prioritize like YouTube and then I also like do some illustration stuff that I like want to get more into maybe like start a Patreon so there's a lot of like Mm -hmm. side hustly things that I do want to prioritize so it's a good match with um my current job um but yeah with freelancing like ultimately like it was not working for me at, for this phase of life I'd definitely be open to it again but um there were there's pros and cons to every work totally. style every like situation so um I thought I think yeah I said this before but I thought it would solve all my problems but no job yeah. is gonna solve all your problems <laughs> yeah no job is gonna like check all the boxes there's just like there are pros and cons with each thing and like at the end of the day like for n- right now like I do find a lot of like um, piece with like ha- mm-hmm. with having more more structure and not having like the four or five six bosses pulling me in different yeah. ways um my focus is just like better compartmentalized with having like job side hustle personal time like it just helps me
0: yeah and that, that's so interesting I I can I'm, I've never done freelancing but I could imagine like having them all the different boss yeah. figures would be like a lot um it's hard So, that's so interesting. So, you're a contractor now. So, do you have to work, like, 9 to 5 Monday to Friday? Or do you have, like, 35 to 40 hours a week? You just have to do You're like, any time?
2: So, it started off that I was at 110 hours a month. Um, Okay. So, I would work – I would mainly try to work 10 to – like, 10 to 3, 10 to 4 every day, um, which was really nice. I really enjoyed it. Um, It just – then became a situation where they, like, wanted me to, like, they wanted to meet us like, work more hours, yeah. and I was, like, kind of struggling in figuring, in, in checking things off, like, everything that I needed to do in the amount of hours that I was allotted, so I, in October, was up to 140 a month, so okay. I try to, like, stick to a 10, 10 to five, 10 to six schedule, Mm -hmm. um, just to help me like make sure I'm getting everything I need to get done finished. But, um, I do have like the flexibility if I needed to go to like a brand event or if I needed to like edit videos in the morning or at like in, in the middle of the day, I do have like some room to kind of like wiggle things around and like communicate Mm -hmm. that with my manager. Um, so it's nice. It's like a nice balance. Um, and in the beginning was a little bit more um, open ended since it was less hours and it was like part time. But yeah, currently, currently kind of more of a nine to five ish situation. But yeah, um, with with more flexibility, which is nice.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's like the ideal like scenario because what we were talking right. about before of like you have to be in your desk eight thirty. I mean, it's still right. almost probably financially similar, but it's not with that structure, 100%. which is like that is a great place to be. I think that's cool.
2: 100% yeah no starting the day at 10 is so yeah. wonderful like being yeah. able to edit like edit a YouTube video like from 9 to 10 and then start your day job at, at 10 it's just makes a big difference that like one hour so totally it's been good so far yeah for sure
0: yeah going back to talking about toxic workplaces like for you what are kind of those non-negotiables like I do not want to work in a place that has this like what are those things for you? Yeah, that's such a good question.
2: I think that ultimately um like figuring out like what what is a toxic environment can be can be so tricky because you mm-hmm. you're not sure if like you're being oversensitive or totally. being too dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. Like it can be quite hard and like you can end up like gaslighting yourself into yeah, thinking that you're just yeah you're being too much. Um but I think that like throughout my experience, like I'm really um attentive to like inappropriate behavior, like talking behind backs, like passive aggressive Mm -hmm. communication, boundaries being crossed, um, people taking credit for your work and not um yeah, people taking credit for your work and not giving you like the proper um support with like making sure that you're being recognized for what you've accomplished and what you've contributed. And then management issues like an unstable or unsupported manager can be like just so detrimental Um, and yeah, it can be so difficult. And I think just like being, making sure to like communicate your needs is so important and I'm so bad about that. Like I'm Mm -hmm. very much like a people pleaser and I'd rather just like say sorry and move on and not communicate like what I, what I need from my manager, but it's so important and I think in situations in the past where I have communicated my needs and then been told like I'm just not working hard enough or I'm just not time managing properly and that like my workload actually is fine I'm just slow um mm-hmm. that's been like an issue that I've yeah. that i faced as well so um those are some like red flags that I typically like look for um and um there I think that like the difference is when when you're able to let let things go like let comments like roll off your back and like you're able to be positive and kind of like move on with your day that's that's kind of impossible when it comes to it like a toxic work environment yeah. like as much as you're like being positive and like letting things go taking deep breaths like making sure you're <laughs> like journaling and like letting the like water water off a duck's back type of situation yeah. um that that becomes quite impossible when it's an actual toxic situation like you you start to get like very run down and like um you you can't just let that that stuff go especially over time it really does just like become so not tolerable
0: yeah and it seeps into your life outside of nine to five because like you said like i've been in a similar situation it it kills your mood like like even though you're closing your laptop at 5 p.m like you're still in the same mood and it affects your personal life then because then you're like oh i just all i do is complain about work or like i don't know everyone's different but i noticed that myself like i would constantly be talking about work at brunch at dinner on the weekends like i was obsessed with how much i hated it (laughs)
2: like i don't know 100 with you i've literally had like nightmares about yeah. like, work situations and like then you're not sleeping well and mm-hmm. like the like anxiety just like slip, seeps into like every area of your life and it's just it's just not not the move not, the vibe. <laughs> <We're> not <laughs> the vibe
0: yeah i think another red flag too is like if you're in a job for 6 months to a year and you still really don't feel like yourself like you feel really really out of place that's a huge red flag too that I think people don't realize like if you feel like a fish out of water and you've been in a company for a long time I think that's like a big red flag too oh my
2: gosh absolutely I think Mm -hmm. that yeah it's so it's so easy to like get so hard on yourself and like tell yourself that you need to like change and adapt and like I don't know have like a personality transplant but that's just like (laughs) yeah (laughs) not necessary like it's never too late to like pivot and change and like um yeah, I, the, throughout my journey, obviously, like I've had, I've had a lot of times where I've pivoted and like switched career paths, but I just think that like, it's so important to listen to yourself and it's never, it's never too, honestly, too late or too early to like make a change if you need yeah. to, to, like take care of yourself and, and, and your career too.
0: hmm Yeah. It's so empowering to have the words in your back pocket of like, this is not for me. And I'm going to do something else. Like this is so great. This has been a great experience, but I need to do something different. Like you can take control and look for new jobs and like figure out your situation. Like if you are in a toxic place, like you do not have to stay there. Like there are so many options and maybe it's not your dream scenario, but it's better than being like in a toxic job, I think. So yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I feel like I could talk to you forever. I think we've had oh such gosh, similar so experiences. Yeah, but Amazing. yeah, well, okay. We need to do part two one day, but I think Wonderful. that's everything <laughs> for now. <laughs> Where can people find you? Like link your, or shout out your YouTube, your Instagram, just everything. Amazing, yes. So um, the
2: best place to follow me is probably Instagram. Um, my Instagram is just my first and last name, Michelle with two L's and E. And then Dufloch, D-U-F-F-L-O-C-Q. And then my YouTube channel with my sister is Michelle and Aline. And Aline is spelt like A-L-I-N-E. Um, so, yeah, we'd love to have you over there. And thank you so much, Tess, for having me on. This was such a blast. Um, yeah. So nice course. to be able to, like, bond over this stuff. Too. Yeah.
0: No, of <laughs> course. Yeah. It was so much fun. And I'll have all your stuff and your channel linked down below as well in the show notes. So um, everyone go check out, go okay. subscribe, follow all the things. Um, And yeah, well, thanks for coming on.